Hey man, throw on some good music. No, no, not that. Oh, no, not that either. Ah, there we go. Northwest Convergence Zone show. Sounds like we're starting hour number two. All right, welcome back to hour number two, everybody. I'm Big D. I'm Voxy. I'm on one. And it is good to have you along on this Sunday here on NWCZRadio.com and on all of our other stations throughout the week, our affiliated stations. Thank you very much for listening and for tuning in and for carrying the big show. Four left. Yeah. It's only four. Um, Yeah, June 1st will be the last show of the Northwest Convergence Zone uh, ever. The hell am I going to do with my Sundays? Because I'm not going to church. Well, we have a big announcement on June 1st. (laughs) You might have to start going to church, sweetie. I'm sorry. (laughs) No one can make me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, we've been doing this five years. Uh, We're counting it down to June 1st. That'll be our, uh, our fifth year anniversary. And we are also calling it quits but you know hang in there there's you know stuff might happen you never know the northwest convergence zone not nwcc radio calling it quits yeah 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 let's not get confused (laughs) yeah and that's you know what that's actually part of the reason this is going on because every throughout this existence of the northwest convergence zone and then nwcc radio starting spawning um, from it yeah, spawning from it they've all they, every people do have been getting it confused for a long time yeah. i remember when we had our second or whatever i think it was our whatever fourth anniversary of the northwest convergence zone we got written up in the paper as like nwcz has been around four years when we had just launched you know right right <laughs> like man time flies two different things two different things yes <laughs> we are the northwest convergence zone show we are heard on nwcz radio and many many other stations mm-hmm. fine stations across the u.s and um that is uh, that's how that works so what do you think about our number one man i'll tell you Wow, uh, Riley Etheridge Jr. here in studio. That was very cool. I'm a I'm a fan of Coldoon. I like those guys. I hope they do some. Uh, I hope hope they they keep going, do some good stuff. Um, Kai Alfred Hill always fun to have in mm-hmm. in the big yeah. studio. But um, we have hey, we got hour number two. We're gonna go into flashback mode in a little bit. Uh, yeah. People who are out there on our affiliate stations probably not going to get it as much, so I'm going to put out an apology in advance. <laughs> this is a little bit. This is kind of our. This is a little bit of a, I don't know, guilty pleasure on our part because we're going to be we're going to talk to uh, a band who was around this area in the like the 80s and the 90s. Um, who did some pretty big things. Yeah, like, oh, not just this area, Japan. Oh, yeah. No, and, they traveled yeah. around, opened for Ramones, and did some really cool stuff. They, they got might their even, start out of here, so the, the nostalgia is Yeah, it's is definitely, definitely local, definitely local. Our first guest in the big in uh, hour number two from Vancouver, B.C. They have some new tunes. We've uh, had them on the show before. Uh, if you ever get a chance to see these guys live, jump on it. They put on a hell of a show. I'm talking about the Twitch. <laughs> There's a fire in my soul My desires Yeah, they're growing old It's the time for the seasons It's the time for a change 
song from our good friends up north in the vancouver bc area the twitch and that is fire in my soul uh you heard it here right on nwcz radio the northwest convergence zone you can check them out at the twitchband.com they're on the line with us we've had them in the studio studio before these guys are are great cats really really nice and they have a great sound welcome to the big program joe woody and troy what's happening everybody Good, good. How you doing? It's great to hear from you guys and great to hear uh, some new tracks. Um, Your Freak Flag still one of my favorite songs (laughs) that we've ever played on here. Um, It's doing still doing well, yeah. That's great. I'm glad to hear that because you guys deserve it. And uh, as I said, super nice cats. Uh, If you ever get to go see them, 
Very, very fun. Um, to get us caught up. It's been a while since we've seen you. You guys are hardworking band. Vancouver, tough scene. A lot of good bands up there. Um, you know, like Seattle, you guys have a, a just really stellar musicians, stellar bands. How are you guys doing up in that market? We're doing all right. Uh, we're currently just sort of getting into uh, into the recording mode and writing mode. We've I think we've written in the last little while about seven brand new tunes. Mm -hmm. So we're kind of in a, in that writing and creative mode right now, and uh, we're getting ready to shoot a video pretty soon for our next single coming out. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about your videos here in a, in a couple of minutes because um, I have some questions. <laughs> uh, but I want to let people know that uh, the Twitch, you guys, uh, you guys have been around for uh, quite a while, have had some really, yeah. really good success. Played with like the Edgar Winter Band, Rick Derringer, Blue Oyster, Blue Oyster Cult, uh, Jefferson Starship. You guys have been down to the Whiskey A Go Go. Um, you guys, hardworking band. Um, you know, a lot of times uh, bands they 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 rest on their laurels. You know, they they get a resume like that, and they're like, hey, you know, we we pretty much uh, you know pat ourselves on the back, and everything's kosher. You guys seem to just continue to push ahead, move ahead, push the boundaries. Uh, where do you find the inspiration? Where do you find the motivation to to just keep going? Probably, probably a lot into the songs, I would think. What do you think? Where? Yeah, I mean, we're always coming up with new ideas. Keeps us going. We get together in the rehearsal hall, and uh, fresh ideas are coming in. Keeps us going. Now, when you guys, we, we like to when you go down, when you go on tour, when you when you hit the road and you you play some of these uh, what we would call famous clubs, famous places, um, and then uh, you know, then you you head back home and. And you go back to to the the local clubs and your home base and stuff. What what's the difference of uh, how do you feel about playing, you know, a, to the local crowd against a crowd maybe at a at a place that has some notoriety, but they may not necessarily know who you are. Yeah, I think the difference is uh, the difference is how they appreciate you, right? I think uh, when we're down there. You have the luxury of people not knowing who you are, as, either as individuals or a band, right? And uh, that kind of makes the difference. And so it's more surprising when you're getting the uh, great response from this, like Woody was saying, yeah. uh, from the songs, actually, right? Yeah, I think, I think also, I mean, when it really comes down to it, once you get into the set, it's all rock and roll, and, you know, it just translates, right? So, um you know, at that point, everybody does know you. So it's, you know, I think, um, you know, just once you create that energy, we got that, that communication level going. So it's all good, and, and it's nice to play to different faces, but when it comes down to it, I think it's all the same thing, really. Yeah, as long as you're just putting it out there, doing the best show you possibly can, right? It Just right. F feel that energy, try to grab the crowd and, and bring them along with you. Uh, and you Absolutely. guys, you guys do a great job of that. You're a fun band. You have great uh, tunes. You know, nice hooks, stuff people can sing along with, and a lot of energy on stage. So let's go into another track. We're we're playing some of the new stuff from the Twitch. They're out of Vancouver, BC, uh, and they do tour around a bit. So uh, you know, go to their webpage, thetwitchband.com, or like them on Facebook. Uh, find out when they're coming in your area. This is. Out of Love, we'll be right back here on The Zone. 
explain Hundred trillion years things look the same I love, don't know why My life seems to be one charge That's the Twitch with Out of Love. And uh, before before we were we went into that song a little bit ago, we were talking about some video your videos. Uh, a, you guys have great videos. I don't know who 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 are you working with to put these videos together. Uh, that varies. Troy, Troy Troy will tell you about that. Where did they come from, Troy? Your imagination, I would think, right? Yeah, I guess I'm pretty sick and twisted. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like your mind. I enjoy your mind. <laughs> well we're gonna post uh we just the song out of love we just did uh we just heard there's a video for it we're gonna post it on our facebook page um where did you guys where did you guys film that at where's this island and where where are all these crazy uh sort of bondage chicks at 
Let's get to the well, real uh, details here, guys. The is important this, Is this a magical, is this a mystical, this imaginary island, or is this a place we can actually visit? Come on. She's planning his oh, next vacation. You've heard vacation. of Vancouver Island, haven't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, think it, I think it's some little island off from Vancouver Island. It's called, I don't know. Mystery Island, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for those who see the video, you'll you'll know what we're talking about. Uh, and then also another great one was Speed Demon. It seems to me you attract the hotties. Uh, is, is that just the, these girls? Uh, are this from a modeling agency, or is this are these the girls that hang out at your show? <laughs> how do you how are oh, you meeting? Sure. Show, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these are actual Twitch fans, yes. <laughs> Well, you guys are lucky, lucky guys. Oh. Uh, that's all I can say. Oh, we call them we call them the Twitchillettes. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, think, but if, I mean, if you think like you should see our girlfriends. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I mean, they're very well done. I know, uh, I know, there's a lot of talent up there in Vancouver in the filming uh, arena. Yeah. Hollywood was up there for quite some time, so you guys, you must, you know, even just putting it out there that you want to do some videos. Get some pretty good offers from uh, you know the the locals. Is 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 it these guys, people you know who are doing this, or did you actually um, you know? There, there's a lot of people like you're right. There's a lot of people actually in the film industry that you know they have side jobs on the side as far as filming goes. We know a couple of guys that we're actually that we shoot videos with uh, who do the do the videos with us, and they kind of uh, they they do side projects beside working you know on on the big movie features in town too right right so so they'll they'll you know when when it's slow up here in the film industry you know that's probably what they you know what i know what they do next is they get out there and start hunting for bands that uh that they you know they can make a little cash from for for promotion <laughs> shooting their you know. yeah everybody wants to make a little cash that's for sure yeah uh, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with you guys making some cash either. So you guys are, I understand you're, uh, you're kind of going into the recording mode and, uh, are you heading in to make a full length album here soon or what's the plans for the Twitch? I think what we're going to do is we're, we've got, like I said, like I said, about seven brand new songs. I'm sure there's going to be more coming out as we're going along here. Uh, and probably mid summer, we're probably going to start, uh, tracking and stuff and uh and seeing which ones come up to be the best songs uh whether we do a full length we don't we'll deal with that as we go along you know we sort of kind of pretty fluid in what we do we don't uh settle just for like you know we'll do a whole album and then you know we'll do, do or we'll do one song we'll see where it's going but most of the time we try to do what we've done is we do one song because I think what we've I don't know how one to, song at a time he means yeah we yeah we yeah. do one song time because I sort of I think Woody and I have experienced uh, uh, for sure and I, I know Troy will experience this um, we we've sort of pr figured out that producers and engineers uh, basically get get really work hard on one or two songs at a time and usually if you do more than one or two. Uh, somewhere, so, something, su something suffers in in the other songs, right? There's something maybe with the mix or something you could have done with the production, right? Right. Spreading so your that, ears a little too thin. Yeah, exactly. You know, so we've kind of learned that after doing a lot of recording. So, you know, we tend to. I'd rather put a lot of money, you know, put our time and money into one song and really make it sound great. We did that with. Uh, 
uh, you got you had that track. We did that with Dancing with the Devil, where we uh, recorded that up here with uh, Mick Delavie. He's the bass player from uh, Randy Bachman, and we worked with him. And then he shot it down to L.A. and got it mixed in L.A. Uh, who's that producer's name again, Ken? Andy. Andy. Um, Andy McDowell. Oh. So Andy McDowell mixed it and 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 mastered it and sent it back up to us, right? So um, it was it was expensive, but you know, you know, we could probably got two songs done for that. But you know what? It was well worth it because the experience was there, right? It was really good. You bet. Well, you're working with some big names there, and uh, yeah. you know that's that's definitely some killer stuff to add to your resume. And uh, and you know the the people that they know, you never know where it's going to end up, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You never know. You know, I mean, and last summer too, when we were down in L.A., we we did we went to the indie music festival again down there. Because our publisher and our our, our manager slash manager uh, Jay Wosinski, he's 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 uh, he runs the uh, the indie show down there in L.A. and we you meet a lot of industry people, so it's really good because you, you you get educated. Uh, you're always finding out what other people are up to and what they're doing, right? And right. and they think of what you're doing and stuff. So you get you get a good feel and vibe of what's going on in in, in the music business, you know. Which nowadays it's pretty pretty scattered, right? Yeah, well, you guys have been at it a long time, and uh, I know on your website, everybody can go to the twitchband.com. Um, you know, you guys are uh, you guys are hardworking on uh, all of the, uh, you know, the Facebook, the YouTube, the Reverb, uh, Twitter, and all of that stuff. Do you find that daunting, or have you guys embraced that, or do you have somebody who does that for you? Because that those can be. You know, you love playing the music and you got to connect with the fans and stuff, but those can be some time killers. Updating 20 pages at a time and answering all the messages and notifications. Yeah, we, we, we've actually got some help uh, keeping up with all that. Most of our energies is, you know, in the rehearsal studio or in the recording studio or on stage, of course. But, uh, yeah, fortunately, we have some help. Kenny's care of a lot of that technical stuff for us. Yeah. We we'll have get a, friend, those. a friend of ours who does helps us with the net and stuff, and uh, he kind of like he helps organize our business with us. So we have we have help there, and then we have we have the label, uh, who sort of helps once in a blue moon, but we do have. <laughs> <them>. <laughs> and and then we do have we do have uh, Jay, who I says is our publicist and and our manager in L.A. and he gives us advice. And actually, last year we we uh, going there, we actually scored. Uh, um, uh, 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 an entertainment lawyer, and nice. so she works with us. Yeah, she 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 likes any music. We send it to her, and then it, she she always is looking for films or commercials or stuff with our stuff. So she's helpful. You know, I mean, she's been good so far. You know, she hasn't charged us anything yet, so <laughs> no finder. Yet. That's even better. Just a you know, free lawyer. Yeah, give her a shot of whiskey here and there. She's good. Um, <laughs> I was going to ask you about that with all the uh, with with you guys being back and forth from you know Vancouver to L.A., which both of them big you know uh, film and commercial industry, and it seems like everybody that we talk to or a lot of people we talk to these days. That's their goal, even more than, you know, selling a lot of albums and stuff, is getting their song on a show, getting it into a commercial. Have you guys, uh, are you looking into that as a band, or is it, is that something that you guys are uh, um, 
talking about or thinking about, or is that for somebody else? Well, we're all looking to drive Ferraris. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I've seen a few up there. There's some nice cars driving around. Way to have goals, man. Yeah, just go car. Just go. We are. We are looking. Go car jack one. That was random. <laughs> That's the only way I'd drive. That's the only way I'd get to drive one is if I just shoved some dude out and took over. Horsebacking in Richmond. <laughs> that's that's right well hey good on you guys it's always good to get caught up with you and uh i'm looking forward to when you uh when you start playing you know uh, around again and um and and get your uh get your songs done and and you're back down into our area and heading up and down the yeah. west coast let us know when we that ha- prob- let us let us know when that happens will you we sure will we'll probably do it Late fall, you know, uh, it's going to be later in the year uh, or and, and probably in the beginning of next year for sure. We're just, like I said, we're, we're going to go with the flow right now with the creative side of it. But we are going to get back out as soon as we can because we enjoy playing live. Yeah, well, uh, and everybody should go out and check check out the Twitch. They're a lot of fun to see live. Uh, Joe, uh, Joe, Woody, Troy, thank you guys so much for uh, for spending some time with us today. And uh, good on you. Keep, keep doing what you're doing. Here's another song, a brand new song from the Twitch. It is called Shout. We'll be back here on The Zone.
It's flashback time. Wow! Here on the old zone. I was scared. Yeah, we're going so rolling good. back to the '80s on that one. Uh, there was so a band perfect. that uh, roamed around here, the well, the Stripes, and uh, what, eighty to eighty-four, um, eighty-one to ninety. Oh, you guys yeah. rolled yeah, we on through the 90s, yeah, early yeah. 90s. Early 90s. Yeah. I felt like See, I was like in a Pretty in Pink movie. I left in right I left in '83, <laughs> okay. and and I remember you guys then. Yeah. Um, I want to read something to you. This was back in the day when uh, actually the newspapers would send people out to shows and, and gave reports. They don't do that anymore. Like it's if you get any kind of press in a in a newspaper these days and you're a band, it's rare. Um, but I thought this was very this was interesting. Uh, Patrick McDonald, who was uh, with The Times, 
wrote <laughs> he wrote um this is after you guys opened for the ramones he said i wrote that the band members seemed intent talking about you guys stripes they they seemed intent on proving their amateur status by playing as badly as possible <laughs> i have a feeling you won't be hearing a lot about this band in the future oh god <laughs> <laughs> but then he goes on to say since then Stripes has gotten more professional. The band has revamped its lineup, added original tunes, and generally gotten its act together. The four-piece band has built a respectable following and works regularly in the Seattle area clubs. And this was an article leading up to you guys uh, being one of the only, I think, the only rock band uh, that year um, to play the Washington Fair yeah, know, yeah, in Puyallup. Which back then, a lot of people don't realize when the fair, uh, like in the the seventies, eighties, yeah. it was all like country acts and yeah. uh, you know musicians, magicians, and you know <laughs> hypnotists and all that weird stuff. You guys, one of the rare rock bands that got on the on a bill there. Yeah, and we were able to screw that up too. So. <laughs> uh, Reagan Lane, he's in the studio with us. Uh, That's great. <laughs> yeah, he's currently in the project called. Uh, strangely all right which is a fantastic band who we've had on our show um but you guys are stripes is reuniting yes all of the originals right all of them but the drummer uh andy we couldn't find him he was having some problems with uh with his arms and his hands in Mm -hmm. terms of of um i think it's like carpal tunnel type stuff sure so uh my drummer from strangely all right preston swears he should have been born in the 80s and, so he's gonna sit and, and he's excited too he's really he's really down with it so it, it's cool he, he's, he'll be a good fit for the show yeah it's uh uh jesse seals is back uh he's the dude with the crazy hair always he's yes. always styling wasn't he oh yeah mm-hmm. uh I, i'm on a website now it's called pacific northwest bands and um they have a l- bunch of photos from of you guys and um from your, you know, like being in Japan. And yep. So, you, tell us a little bit about the ride uh, for the Stripes. Well, I joined Stripes in 81. I was in a band called Baby Knockers, and, and Jesse uh, came up to me and asked if I could play bass and, and be their lead singer. I said, never played bass before, and he was like, whatever. <laughs> and, and, and so I just dove, I dove into it, and it was really, uh, we just had, Jesse and I especially had a mutual love of, uh, English rock, you know, Bowie and Mott the Hoople and, and all things to the side of being elegantly wasted. We love Keith Richards and the New York Dolls and Johnny Thunders and all that kind of stuff. A lot of glam rock. Yeah, well, not more glam rock, more like junkie rock is yeah. really what we, we just, yeah, we're fascinated with that lifestyle. I mean, that whole idea that, you know. Uh, Trying to take it to the limit. Yeah, you know, and and, uh, and and that was part of being young, but we liked that. But we had a, we had a, a real love for music and Jesse was and still is. Uh, probably one of the coolest people I've ever met. He's uh, just a good dude. And uh, he turned me on to like The Cure and uh, Japan, Skinny Puppy, just crazy music that I'd never really touched sure. on. Sure. So, uh, and then uh, Robert is, is our keyboard player and he's got his store on uh, South Tacoma Way, Musicians Exchange. Right. And, and then Bobby D'Angelo was our last bass player and we've always stayed friends. He and uh, his wife, Stephanie, and they've come out and see Strange All Right, and he's with Mechanism right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, we're excited to do this thing. What the heck? So, yeah, what what uh, what's the uh, you know precipice, whatever that word is? <laughs> what what what's the, the catalyst in this? You know what uh, for ha- the reunion? I went and I was visiting with Jesse. He teaches guitar at Robert's store. And he was complimenting me on Strangely All Right and being in the now. 
mm-hmm. like still doing stuff now because a lot of bands from our era tend to just stay back and do that kind of stuff right. and that's their deal whatever and uh i don't know we were just hanging out and he had this like jesse's a great teacher he had this 12 year old kid in there and he's showing him some jibby page stuff and i was thinking you know what we had such good chemistry it'd be really fun to play with these guys sober just to be honest and he's right. been sober for about 15 years too so i was like you know and so i asked bobby first and it, then it just kind of it's just following my intuition just like yeah let's just see what it is and everybody got excited i talked to people outside of our little circles and people like really i man that would really be cool i was like oh okay so it, it's a it's really flattering that we touched a lot of people's lives and i didn't i didn't personally appreciate it at the time sure all i cared about was partying and and, and that whole deal and pretending i so was we'd a rock be playing star. a lot of the you know like one two three four and uh you know like, like what we just played dead stop you're gonna be playing the full catalog we'll play we're gonna play the full catalog nice. and we're even gonna do all the way to memphis from uh, mott the hoople and uh mm. so what what was it like uh when you guys uh you know back then some cats from tacoma um head over to japan well that was really exciting see what happened was at a certain point, I we we built up a friendship with Steve Fawson. He had just left Heart. And so he started playing bass with us. And it just got, there was like this really creative period for about two years from, you know, 82, 83 to 85, maybe right around there. It's kind of sketchy. But, uh, <laughs> but we went down and we did a lot of the clubs in L.A. We did showcases. We met with Geffen. And it was really exciting, very creative time. We went to Japan with Steve and, you know, we... Uh, we met lots of people. I can remember just silly things like I sit down and he goes, Steve goes, hey, uh, Regan, I'd like you to meet Robin Zander. He's my good friend. And I'm like, so I'm meeting the singer from Cheap Trick and all these people. And uh, nice. that was that was a very exciting period for us. And Japan was, we were fascinated with that, with, with the whole thing. I mean, we went uh, to Kyoto and uh, we got to do some club shows in Tokyo and just... I mean, it just, uh, for me personally, because I was 25 or 26, it just showed me how big the world really is. Right. How many, uh, how many pressings uh, did you guys do? Cassettes? Uh, 45? See, what were you guys rolling back the, then? The first thing that we did was uh, uh, we did a, a 45 of ups and downs and one, two, three, four. And then we did uh, another 45, a seven inch of I Need Your Love. And then we did the album, the big album. And it was the difference, and we did both cassettes, yeah, and 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 vinyl, and vinyl. Do any wow. of those in your closet still? No, no, not for me personally. Now I have the stuff on my wall for my kids, but it's listening to Dead Stop made me laugh because I haven't heard that since. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you what what what's your reaction? Um, you know, all these years later to listen back to that, um, a as an artist and as you know. That was your kind of your bread and butter. That's you guys were running with that stuff back yeah. then, and you were shopping it, and you were you know, g- gaining some attention and everything. Now you listen back to it. What, what does it conjure up images of that time, or are you you st- are you still hearing the music and feeling it, or are you picky about it? What, what's going through your mind? Uh, you know what? For me, it, it's like that period of time we got caught up in, and I think it happened in the grunge era with bands right sure. after Cobain and that. We kind of went away from who we really were and we were more of of like a rock band more toward an english rock band a lot mm-hmm. of the writing and we kind of followed that so i listened to it i think man we're good players those are decent songs production super 80s it doesn't bother me one way or the other but i'm i'm 
much more happy with the now because I'm okay with being me. I'm not chasing any kind of like look or whatever. It's like how I dress. I could dress like this on stage and I'm good. So, right. <laughs> Well, right now I'm on a website where you can get the uh, I Need Your Love 45 uh, for four bucks. <laughs> Just, uh, I'm blown away that they still want four bucks for it. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah. So there's, there's still stuff out there to be had, you know, you can find, it's amazing what the internet can do. I mean, I just, I basically Googled it up and there's a few of them out there still available. So that's you know. awesome. And that's, that's cool stuff. Actually. So is there uh, so the big show, uh, by the way, the big reunion show is Saturday, the, um, uh, 24th, May 24th. So it's uh-huh. coming up 21 and up 6 PM, uh, is the door everybody mm-hmm. get there because eight o'clock is the show yep uh 15 at the door 10 bucks advance you can go to jazzbones.com mm-hmm. um probably hit you up on the street whatever it's, get get your tickets <laughs> 10 hey save five bucks that's a drink in hand right mm-hmm. uh also strangely all right is playing and vivid it's a great show and um are you guys psyched about this? Is this a one-off deal? Are you guys uh, are you guys thinking of maybe, you know, doing a little reunion couple show tour? No, I would never say never, but for right now, it's a one-off. I just got out of the studio with Strangely All Right, and, and we're already moving forward. We've got like 15 new songs. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, who knows what the future holds? But as of this moment, it was like one of those things like, wow, this is cool. Everyone really, it kind of got legs of its own. Mm-hmm. We'll just right. do it and have fun. And if... You know, I already I had somebody calling me when I was on the way here and they said, I think you should do a jazz bone show every year. And I was like, eh, you know, that that feeling. But then I was like, well, maybe if you if we did it under the guise and I could do it, we could do it and give it back to somebody. Maybe mm-hmm. there's somebody that needs that money. And it's the stripes, you know, annual and then we have special Benefit guests. Show that, or something. That yeah. might be something fun to do. I, I would pursue. But in the end, I think I would rather do it to give back. Yeah, that'd be the only way I'd really are want you, to do are it. Are you ready for the, the, the aging of the crowd that's going to be there for this show? Because it's going to be a bunch of guys looking like me, my friend Kevin over here. Uh, we all, we've all aged, my friend. It's not, it's not the little hot chicks out there. No, nah, Vivid and the cool bring dudes. them in. <laughs> the cool dudes with our flipped up collars and our eyes on shirts. Remember those? those? It's not that yes, crowd anymore. <laughs> yes, yes, I do. And you know what? Um... It's like my grandma, my my grandma Adeline always said. She said, "Honey, you'll be 18 in your head forever." So. <laughs> nice. Well, like you it. still look great, and, oh, thank I, you, man. and I know you've been through a lot in your life, but um, you still pull it off. Guys like me, not so much, um, which is why this is a radio show. Okay. <laughs> uh, Stripes is uh, the big reunion tour uh, with Strangely All Right, Vividal, Saturday, May 24th at Jazz Bones here in Tacoma. It's a flashback show, folks. We're going back to the 80s with this thing. Yeah. Uh, a lot Woo-hoo. of fun. This is when, you know, Tacoma had a, a whole different kind of scene rolling around here. You guys opened for big bands like Ramones and, and you know, went to Japan and stuff like that. Do you ever sit back and, and think about, you know, like, wow, that, those were some magic moments? Absolutely. Um, part of it is, you know, because people go, well, what happened? And if I'm really honest about what happened is, is, is we screwed it up because we were higher than higher than F. We were, we were, <laughs> we were, I mean, we were a bad business risk, but I didn't know that at the time. Right. And, uh, but, you know, I mean, everything leads to something else. And so 
maybe that period in my life leads me to today being out kicking the ball with my five-year-old and being, trying to be a good dad and sure. have a Mother's Day with my wife. I don't know, but yeah, so I look back and go, that was cool, but I'm, now is the best. It just is, man. Yeah. Yeah. Now is the best. Well, that's now great. Now is all there really is. Yeah. Yeah, no, but it's fun to look back every now and then and just, you know, kind of reminisce about those, t- you know, maybe not the negative aspects of sure. it. Sure. But there were some positive things going on, and you brought light to Tacoma, and you guys, uh, you guys were rocking. You are still friends, obviously. Yep. And uh, so you're going to get together and give us all one more show. Stripes again, Saturday, May 24th. Jazz Bones be there. Reagan, always good to see you, my friend. Thanks, Dale. I appreciate Here's it. Here's another one. Let's uh, everybody get the hair gel out. Come on. <laughs> um, get some peg legs going and flip those collars up. This is Intentions. Stripes. We'll be back. <laughs>
Stripes right there, a uh, local uh, legendary band doing their little reunion show. That'll be a lot of fun. I say little as a joke, but I think a lot of people are going to be there. Um, hey, I want to hip everybody to something cool that is coming to NWCZ Radio. Uh, for those of you who tune in to NWCZ Radio, starting June 8th, man, jazz on the big station. Nice. Yeah, the, the Jazz Vortex show. Uh, we'll be airing every Sunday night from I think it's it, what is on one. Do you know? Are we official? Is it official? I was I've been waiting for you to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> you well, see how we work around here. <laughs> it's um, uh, till eleven. Mm-hmm. I know where, that. Where, where's the memo? <laughs> it's uh, it's either eight or nine till eleven. We, we haven't quite worked it all out, but it will definitely be nine to eleven, and there might even be an eight involved. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> but we're happy. We're excited to bring jazz to the big station uh it's been something i've wanted to do since we started it and i think with that we will practically have all uh genres of covered, music yeah. covered other than, obviously we don't have a classical show or an opera show you know well yeah i guess you could never honestly say all genres but i would covered. say all the that big would ones be like yeah. all the big we have metal the main the main we have rock streams sort of we have hip hop because we don't have a polka show. Not yet, and uh, we don't have a disco. Don't show. be giving away the big announcement June first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, people, people are going to be shocked, and I don't want any clues. <laughs> so I came back. Uh, I had a big week in Vegas, everybody. Um, yeah, yeah. It was a lot of fun. I, I had to escape the Northwest uh, deluge of. D- gray days rain. and rain mm-hmm. um so I, uh, I i took off and went to vegas and man are my arms tired no i'm just kidding oh, uh, oh lord <laughs> you can edit that out that i saw some great bad. shows though <laughs> so tuesday night i went and saw rod stewart who is i think he's 70 or he's no, really he's really close. forever young yeah he actually is i mean forever the guy put on a great young great show i'm not a big fan of like the stock shows in vegas you mm-hmm, know mm-hmm. you know like celine dion and elton john and billy Joel. when they go and put on like the right. same show every night sure but this was a fabulous show he did not lip sync he had a great band um he was in fine form and uh he rolled out all the hits and it was a good two-hour show and Carlos Santana joined him on stage for one. They announced they were going to tour together. That was nice. quite a, that was a treat because I thought, oh, they, he does this every show. But I was talking to you know some of the personnel after the show, and they're like, no, that was that was brand new. That was a one off, one on yeah. deal. So nice. So Tuesday I saw that. Thursday, uh, there's a new venue in Vegas. It's called the Brooklyn, Brooklyn Bowl, and it's a bowling alley, two two levels of bowling alley, and then they have a music venue. And Jane's Addiction, in their original lineup, their original form, uh, were doing a three-night stint. So I went to the first night, and man, they nailed it. I Honestly, I'll be honest with you, uh, I've never been a huge fan of Jane's Addiction. Of course, I know their music. They're Just a in huge, the sense of you weren't out there collecting all their albums. Right, they were stuff, a huge but, yeah. part of the 90s landscape. Obviously, you know, the Lollapalooza and all that stuff. And you, great songs, you know, um, but just never been top of my list Mm -hmm. that changed 
they put on a hell of a show and i'm telling you navarro was a beast on the guitar and it was just it was very entertaining and maybe because i was like i don't know four people from the stage you were probably right in the middle and there was that factor (laughs) (laughs) so so i saw that and then friday night um rolled on over to the hard rock and there was quite the show going on there i'm not a not a big metal fan personally sure but uh this was a show that was just too killer to miss um otep who i had heard of but hadn't really heard much from them um fronted by a this female singer her name's otep uh put on a really really great show it was intense man i mean this chick's intense uh and then afterwards uh, wayne static who formerly from Static X, and they did their entire the Wisconsin Death Trip album. Really? Front to back. Really? Because it's the anniversary of it, right? It was the anniversary of it. So they they opened the show with the first song, rolled the entire album, took a break, came back, and then played a bunch of Static X and some of his um, newer stuff. It was was a long (laughs) show. But it was great, man. I was worn out by the time that was over. That sounds like a great show. It was. It was fantastic, you know. And it wasn't it was in a smaller venue. Like we were he was really cool afterwards. They stuck around and talked to everybody. And um So when are they coming on the show? I don't know if you've ever seen him, but his hair goes straight up about four feet. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And when every time he did his guitar change, literally he had to bend down and uh the guitar tech had to like go over his hair. It was like it was like playing ring toss. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. It was, it was good. Uh then so uh left Vegas, flew in to uh Seattle yesterday, uh, just in time to go see the Chris Robinson Brotherhood band and Boxy was there. Yes. And what'd you think of that? No, it was great. It was so hippie, laid back, smoked some pot. Like, yeah. what What did I tell you? I was like, I brought three joints. It was a one joint show. It was show. a one joint show. Which at first Meaning he, during the intermission, right, but I took a break, but I did not leave the show me otherwise. That, <laughs> when you first said I brought three joints and this was only a one joint show, I thought, I thought, oh, you, it sucked. No. Right? Like I thought that was a bad thing. I could only pull myself away during the intermission for one joint. For one joint. So yeah. it was actually a good show. That's right. Yeah. It's Chris Robinson, way different than the Black Crows, Chris Robinson. Well, the energy level. I mean, the talent. Oh, level no. The is, talent is obvious. Yeah. But it's the closest you're going to see a Grateful Dead show uh, these days, obviously with the Grateful Dead yeah. You know. Well, and that's what you told me, and I wouldn't know because I've never been to a Grateful Dead show. Yeah, but. no, it was it was he he put on a hell of a show. Uh, if you ever if you get a chance to go see him, don't go expecting the Black Crows. Go expecting like a uh, kind of a rock hippie, countrified, funky. Oh, yeah. uh, Take somebody to love tri- on with trip, you. Yeah, exactly. And I think at one point you said it was like rub all over you naked type mu- music, <laughs> which I was I was hoping might happen, but it never did. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's good to have. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have everybody along today. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we will see you next week. I'm Big D. I'm Vaxi. I'm on one. And this is the Northwest Convergence Zone show. See you then. This has been a production of the Northwest Convergence Zone. Email us at nwconvergencezone at gmail.com.